Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. I am your host, Viz, and today we are joined by the star of The Visitor, uh, Jessica McNamee. I was about to call you Mia. <laughs> <laughs> character Lots of M's. Um, the Visitor is coming out on digital and streaming tomorrow, actually, October 7th. So you must be very excited about that. It is also premiering on Epic's this coming December. So let's get right to it. Uh, the Visitor is this great psychological mind bender that really keeps you riveted to your seat from start to finish. Your character, Mia, is one of the main players in the story. Now, what were your first impressions of Maya? I guess it's Maya, not Mia. Uh, what were your first impressions of Maya when you first read the script? Yeah, so at first I, uh, you know, I was reading and I was kind of getting through the first maybe, I think it was like 30 pages and I was like, all right, what's going to happen with this girl? You know, I was like, something has to give. I want to, I want to, I want to kind of, I want to play interesting roles, right? Something that pushes me. And then, of course, without giving too much away, there gets to a certain point in the movie and you're like, oh, okay, yep, yep. There's something happens here with this girl. And uh so it was really cool. It was kind of worth the wait for me uh, reading this. And then when there was the big reveal. So it was cool. I was like, you know, there's a there's a there's some interesting scenes in there for my character that I'd never kind of done on screen before. There's a birth scene that's quite mm-hmm. full on and um, some weird stuff that happens there. And I was quite scared at first really to, to, to do those scenes, but you know, the reason we do this weird job is to push ourselves and scare ourselves. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm just going to launch straight in and go for it. And it was amazing. I got to tell you that much. Now, the story focuses on Robert, which is your husband. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is being manipulated, groomed for some greater purpose that we don't know for the majority Mm -hmm. of the film. That's what makes the story so interesting. What aspects of Maya uh, did you bring into the role that were not originally in the script, if any? Um, yeah, certainly a more of a sense of humor, I think. Um, you know, there's, I really wanted to make our relationship, mine and my role and uh, the character of Robert, our relationship, I really wanted it to land. I wanted it to, to seem really authentic and, and that there was some depth to it. And the same thing with our characters. I really wanted to bring as much depth and interesting, you know, some interesting elements to our characters to make us feel relatable. And so that people would jump on board and really want to kind of the best for us, want us to succeed. Um, So I think it was kind of finding those very grounded, um, relatable human moments between our characters was kind of what we both brought, I think, to this mm-hmm. to this movie um, to make the relationship believable. And um, I didn't see as much of that jumping off the page when I first read it. And you and Finn, you know, Finn Jones, who plays Robert, had such great chemistry. Uh, who was cast first? Was he cast first and then you booked a role? How did that play I, out? I, I think it was, or it was like on the same day. I think what happened, yeah, I think what happened was I think I got pinned for the role, but they didn't want to cast my character until they also found Finn's character. So I think it was like on the same day that we got offered, um, but they were waiting to find, they were waiting to find a, 
the fin roll before pulling the trigger on mine, I'm pretty sure is what, how it went. And the dynamics between your, your two characters really jumps out from the screen. Did they have you guys do any kind of chemistry reads together or what? No, no, no? which is wild because, um, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to getting into the, the behind the scenes part of this industry. And I always think if I were directing something, I would love to be able to make sure that these two people vibed. But just the nature of the industry is that you don't always have the time. Like some of these things no. happen so quickly. Um, I know that there was problems with the location because there was a hurricane right before we got there. So a whole bunch of things got pushed. It was like they had to find new locations. So there were so many other things that were happening in the in the process of us getting cast that yeah. they just simply didn't have the time to get us together. So we got down to New Orleans. We met out for dinner and we immediately hit it off and we were like, thank God, because, you know, it can, go, it can go badly if you don't have a vibe with the person you're working with. Exactly. Now, do you believe that Maya uh, sought Robert out? He, You guys were living in London. You're married. That's where you got married. Do you think your character purposely sought him out, married him just to bring him, bring him back to her small town? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Although you're not meant to think that, but yeah, I guess that's the whole reveal, right? Yeah. The whole thing's calculated. And that's what also was really fun about the role when I was watching it, you know, it was like, I mean, when I was reading was like, you have such an idea of who you think she is mm-hmm. and then it all just gets flipped on its head. And and that's so cool. That's so cool to play. It's cool. It, it gives an undertone for the entire performance and the lead up to this kind of twist. Um, so yeah, I certainly feel like um, that's exactly what she did. Now, She's way more calculated, yes. Oh yeah, manipulative, calculative. Uh, yeah, Maya is definitely all those things. Now, when Finn Jones, Robert, uh, everything is going along fine until he discovers that first painting. You know, it's a painting that bears a you know resemblance to him, but it really unnerves him more than you would think and you your character you know tries to play it off yeah he kind of looks like you and whatnot why do you think that picture just really hits him in the gut i think because there's already this really weird undercurrent for him coming into this small town uh you know he's picking up that there's people in this town that are odd that are looking at him funny that are giving him weird looks he he already feels a little bit like they, I think it already feels like deja vu for him, right? Because he's got all these people who are waving at him and saying hi to him. And he's like, it feels like he's familiar there, but he's never been there before. So he's already feeling this weird undercurrent Mm -hmm. from this town. And then this painting appears and he's like, what the hell is going on? Do you see Maya's role as his wife you know, when she brings him to the town to sort of help integrate him, you know, because like you said, the town looks at him funny. They, it's like, you're the, you're at a party and you're the only one that doesn't know what's going on. But everyone knows you. I think I could equate this, you know what it, it feels, it feels somewhat like if if you're famous, right. If you, if you're, Mm -hmm. I'm sure this is that idea that like, if you walk into a party and, and you don't know anyone, but everyone knows you because you're in the movies or something. So yeah. it's this weird imbalance, you know, where it's everyone has information about you, 
and you don't have any information about them. So I think it's the kind, same kind of concept. It's almost like there's this weird celebrity that's popped into a small town. Um, and, but yeah, I think it's a fine line for Maya where, where she's half trying to encourage him to kind of lean into this small town and, and supporting him through all of that. But then she's also gaslighting him and making him feel yeah. crazy. Like he's imagining all of this, that people, no one cares. No one's looking at him. This painting isn't him. Like what's wrong with you that she's like really, really kind of, yeah, being manipulative and gaslighting him. Now there's an element of uh, substance abuse in the film where Robert, you know, might be taking some uh, anxiety medications that he's not supposed to. And you as his wife, you know, are asking him, do you feel that uh, she knows that he is taking the medication and just doesn't reveal it till she's ready or has a, a place to? Yeah. Yes, I do think she knows. Yeah, for sure. I think that's part of it all, right? It's the manip the manipulation. She knows a lot more. You, you get kind of, I mean, without giving too much away, mm -hmm. you assume that she's just this meek, kept woman that's just going along for the ride. But I think what the interesting thing is, as you kind of come to find out, is that it's all calculated. She's across yeah. it all. Exactly. What was the experience like working with Finn throughout this whole movie? Uh, I mean, did you guys gain a, a deeper respect for each other? What was, tell us about that. Yeah, it was great working with Finn, honestly. It can be really hard when you don't have a good dynamic with someone on set, but when you're working so closely together, I've only really had it once or twice in my entire career where I felt like, oh, this person sucks. But, <laughs> but Finn luckily was not one of those people. He's great. Um, we hit it off immediately. He's English. I'm Australian. We've kind of got a similar sense of humor. We like the same music and, uh, we like the same stupid vi animal videos on social media. So, um, it was great. And it was really weird time to film because it was during COVID. Everyone was masked. We didn't really get to see anyone's real faces on set except each other. So we were kind of just like glued to each other. Um, and yeah, we had, you know, we had so many intimate scenes, whether it was like intimate in bed or there was a birth scene, there was um, breakdown scenes, there was fights. So we really had to be simpatico and be on the same page or it really would have been awkward. Since you brought up the birth scene, uh, your character getting pregnant, was also, do you think that was also a part of her plan as well? Yeah, for sure. And obviously she's had a miscarriage earlier on and that's kind of what brings them back to this small town the trauma of that and wanting to really start a family and start it off, start a family back around her town, in her town, around her, the people that know her and can support yeah. her. So, yeah, it's exactly what her plan was. Um, and uh, obviously. We can, yeah, we, we, yeah, it's hard. You got to walk around those spoilers. Not a plot twist. Now you have a, a, a great career in playing these very empowered women like in Mortal Kombat, The Meg. Uh, where do you see this character along those lines? Do you see her as a strong female, even though it is on the wrong, on the bad side a little bit? How does she rate compared to some of the other, the other characters that you've played? See, it's tricky because I don't necessarily find her um, to be that strong. I find her to be kind of deceptive and... Um, and kind of tragic and um, 
because I guess without giving too much away, she's still buying, she's still playing into the patriarchy. Like it's still a generational kind of trauma that she's dealing with from her father and her father's father. And, her, and she's just a puppet sort of um, in a man's world. And mm-hmm. then it kind of also backfires on her in the end without, again, giving too much away. So, no, I actually find it to be quite tragic um, and not that empowered. I find it to be just kind of, yeah. You know, one of the questions that really doesn't get answered in the film, which I think it's perfect because it leaves it up to the viewer interpretation, is, is there a ringleader? Is there a person that's in charge of what's going on? Some people might look at your character and say, you're the one in charge. You're the one that married him. You're the one responsible for bringing him into the town. What do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think she is. Um, for sure, the ringleader. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's empowered, though. I think it's that thing that it's like this idea of generational trauma, like, mm-hmm. and it's it's everywhere you go, right? It's the people kind of just repeat behaviors um, because they were treated a certain way or they had certain expectations held up towards them by their parents or their grandparents. And it's mm-hmm. this idea that it's just like without breaking the cycle of this like generational trauma, then the cycle continues. And yeah. this is kind of a big metaphor for that, you know, in a kind of fucked up way. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's interesting. I think that she's just continuing on as what she, she only knows this to be her one purpose and she does, she lost without that. So that's why I find it quite tragic. Was this your first film uh, after the pandemic hit? Yeah. So it must uh, have been really yeah. weird, you know, with all the new protocols in place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I got COVID in the middle, which was a bummer. So I shut oh. down production. I know I felt very bad about it. I was the only one that got it weirdly too. So um, I shut down production for a week there, which was not great for everyone else, but it is what it is, right? It's the new mm-hmm. age. So I think it was nice. It was in the, it was the middle of shooting. So I think some of them had a little break, which was nice yeah. too. Some days yeah. off. It's fairly uh, intense content. Uh, uh, we're almost out of time, but I do want to ask you, uh, do you enjoy as a fan watching a good psychological thriller like The Visitor is? This is you know, something that will keep you guessing as to what's going on as a story slowly unfolds in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, like two of my, you know, favorite movies in the last kind of five years would have been um, Get Out and, uh, and A Quiet Place. Yes. Uh, you know, those ones you're just like, oh, on the edge of your seat, not knowing what's going to happen. Um, and I'm terrified of those movies as well. Like I get quite anxious going, knowing I'm going to go and see one of these movies. And then when I'm in it, I just have a ball. So I haven't seen this. I haven't seen The Visitor in its entirety yet. I'm seeing a wow. screening tonight because I love the experience of seeing these genre movies in a cinema with an audience. Mm-hmm. I scared, I did a, I got scared and get out so badly. I was in a packed cinema that I screamed and literally the entire cinema around me, I was like, ah, and they were like, ah, the whole cinema jumped. And it wasn't even that scary of a part. Like I just got such a fright that I scared everyone around me. And then afterwards I was so embarrassed. I had to like run out before the credits. Cause I was like, I don't want anyone to have seen who was the one person that just screamed in the middle of the movie and scared everyone. So this film is directed by Justin Lang. What was it like working with Justin? He was great. He's really great. He has such a beautiful vision for his movies. Even it doesn't matter what you know genre it is. It's like shot so beautifully. He made the town look 
beautiful and mm-hmm. and so fil- uh, cinematic and and he made us look great you know on screen and and uh he he really was collaborative he let us bring a lot to this script in terms of um you know what what we were talking about earlier about trying to really develop our characters and give them kind of you know much more um grounded and more 3d quality and um yeah he was open to all of it so we were very lucky to have him now a lot of people are going to watch this this interview they're going to watch the movie and they're like wow she's australian but in the movie you play this sort of like deep south girl in the united states um Is that difficult for you to get into a character coming from the deep south in the U.S.? Uh, I mean, it's just people are going to think about that and they're like, wow, that that must be so difficult. It might not be. How is it for you? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I've lived in L.A. now for like 10 years, so I've been in America a long time. But no, I actually find it easier to get into character when I'm further away from my true self. So for me, putting an accent on and departing, like I'm an absolute idiot in real life. Like I'm just the silliest idiot that there ever was. So to play quite a like put together Southern woman with of course an accent um, is a departure for me. I mean, I'm like trying my hardest not to swear in this interview. I'm like, I swear like No, but that's what I mean. I just- Whatever you want. (laughs) Right, shit, fuck. No, but I just try and I just swear a lot. And um, I'm like, you know, playing a character that's not like that is tricky for me, but it's also good because it feels like you're so so far away from who I am. Mm-hmm. And for sure, costume and for me, um, hair and uh, dialect or mm-hmm. accent are a big part of what really helps me to get into a character. So I really enjoy having an yeah. accent or um, a different dialect in in any work that I do. I find it harder to be Australian because I find it's just like me playing me, you know? And I guess that's not really that much fun. You know, the whole point of that. Oh, it's boring. Exactly. I'm very boring. (laughs) No, no, I doubt that. Jessica, (laughs) I want to thank you so much. For our audience, again, the movie's called The Visitor. It is coming out on digital and on demand October 7th. It is hitting epics in december check it out this is a film that's going to keep you on the edge of your seat it's a psychological mind bender you're not going to see the end coming even though you think we might have given away some spoilers here we didn't give away anything check it out you won't be disappointed uh jessica do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go i was like come and follow me on instagram or twitter or whatever i want to hear your thoughts um and yeah i want i want to see what you think of the film and i want to say hi so yeah absolutely i think people are going to love it this is a great film anyway jessica thank you so much for being on our show i want to thank our audience for tuning in on behalf of jessica mcnamee and myself stay safe and stay walking everybody